Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Barrett Brown, Ricky Morton, Wardell Walker, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 400 photos from the independent scene. Get your book today by going to Russellville.com. Russellville. It's, it's where wrestling lives. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is Amber, professional wrestler. Remind me, was it 10 years? It's 10 years, right? Just a, just about. Just, just a little short under 10 years, yeah. So you work with a lot of companies across the United States. You've wrestled all over Maryland Championship Wrestling, right? You wrestled in the Gulf Coast. You wrestled out in California. And... This last year, you came to retirement. Is that correct? Yes, yes. In December is when I officially announced my retirement. Yes. Amber, what was it that led to to that? Because you know, a lot of people, ten years is a good good stretch of time to put into professional wrestling, and uh, you were making waves. You were uh, doing some television work, right? And what made you come to that decision of stepping out of the ring? Around that time in my life, uh, around, you know, from November to December, um, it was a, a pivotal point in my life. And um, I guess wrestling just kind of got caught in the crossfire of that. So basically, I was just at a time in my life where, you know, though my uh, career was, you know, prospering or excelling, um, you know, a lot of things were going on behind the scenes personally that just kind of led me into this spiral, I guess, um, of like, you know, depression and, you know, unhealthy coping and things like that. And so, you know, on screen, everything looked great and dandy, but behind the scenes, you know, I was falling apart. And so uh, to make a really long story short, it's like I was meeting 
these Christians <laughs> in my life. Like, uh, you know, I had uh, met a woman, you know, one day when I was out running errands and, and we connected and she ended up, you know, telling me about Jesus and, um, you know, on a completely separate, unrelated occasion, um, actually when I was out doing some filming, um, one of the uh, production staff uh, shared his testimony with me. And, you know, I, you know, grew up being a believer, but not really walking in that, I guess, you know, like the Bible says, a, a form of godliness, but no power, denying its power. Um, you know, because I, I guess I, you know, came up and became conditioned to think that I can, you know, go through this thing called life on my own. And, um, you know, I feel like I was given, uh, circumstances in my life where I had to turn to him, you know, go back to what I know, you know what I mean? Um, which is, uh, my faith that I, you know, had, you know, lost throughout the years or maybe, you know, could argue that I never really had in the first place, you know, maybe it wasn't genuine. But the point is, you know, through meeting these people and getting the gospel, um, it just kind of pushed me a little bit to start reading the Bible a little bit for myself. And next thing I know, I'm like, I want to start going to a church. And one day um, I was in my car and, um, you know, I was, I was crying because I felt like, you know, I have all these things that I wanted. Um, you can't see my air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. All these things that I wanted that I thought were good for me. But I was miserable. You know, I wasn't happy. Um, or I didn't have joy, I would say, you know, because happiness is cheap. You know, it's a temporary emotion based on temporary circumstances. But I didn't understand that joy is eternal, you know. And at the time, um, you know, I was letting a lot of destructive things into my life, just the way that I was living, you know what I mean? Even something as simple as, you know, being immodest, you know, and, you know, attracting you know, lust <laughs> into my life, you know, among all other things, you know, just using that one thing as an example of how sometimes we can subconsciously open doors um, into our life, in, into our lives. And, you know, it's like a, it's planting seeds. And then later on, you know, we see these things, you know, um, come to fruition. And, you know, we're like, man, how did we get here? <laughs> you know, when we're on these downward spirals, it's like, you know, I mean, that was my first thought anyway. It's like, man, like, how did I get here, you know? So this on this day, I'm crying in my car because uh, everything, you know, like I said, personally, is just going wrong. You know, um, I got into a car accident not too long before that. And um, the car that I was in, it was uh, totaled. And, you know, thank God that we, you know, came out okay. And, you know, I almost felt like I got spared that day you know and so I'm just crying in my car and I'm like god what is this you know I feel like I've been getting everything wrong my whole life I've been horrible I was you know I was a sinner you know what I mean and I'm just basically repenting you know everything you know because I'm like everything I've tried to do on my own just ended in chaos you know or it'll be okay for a little bit but it just wouldn't really stick you know so finally I was just like god like I just give this all to you you know, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm just, you know, tired of trying to do this by myself. And I don't know what it was. Well, actually, I do know what it was, uh, the Holy Spirit. But immediately, I, I felt a peace. You know, I didn't know how. I didn't know why. 
but I just felt this peace, right, that it's going to be okay, you know, like, I'm going to get through this, and I'm going to come out on the other side, and, you know, it's all going to be all right, and not too much longer after that, just things just immediately started changing, you know, because I had to give up this thing that I love so much, you know, being wrestling is all I ever wanted to do, right? But I gave it up because, you know, there's a number of reasons, you know, um, through service-connected um, issues and, you know, just, I mean, <laughs> nearly a decade of, you know, getting beat up on a regular basis. It takes its toll, right? But also uh, on the spiritual side, right, just all the doors that I had, you know, left open, you know, through this business, everything that, you know, had, you know, caused me to uh, come under attack that I was allowing in my life through this this lifestyle, you know, this partying like a rock star lifestyle, you know, like just living like that and all the gateways that it opens. And so, you know, I'm like, I cannot within myself, my, my human, uh, my small amount of human strength have, you know, the will to the willpower, the the discipline to turn away from these things, right? Like, I just got to let this go altogether, you know? Um, and I have a question for you. When, yeah. you know, leading up to that, so, Amber, did you kind of feel like, were you kind of getting promptings before? Like, I mean, you were kind of feeling yeah. like in your heart that, you know, hey, maybe I'm going to have to let this up, right? Or let let go yeah. of this. So an an example of that would be um, the last the last show I ever did it was an indie show, um, and I was with uh, my um, manager or PR guy you could say, but he's also my best friend <laughs> uh, Brian Brian Waters. You know I was with him and he knows like we just kind of have that like an unspoken language right, and he just knew something wasn't right that day with me. And, you know, I was telling them, I was like, you ever feel like if you give something up, you'll be blessed for it, you know, because he's a Christian as well. And he was like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I was just like, I feel like it's time, man. I I was like, I don't know when, but I feel like it's my time. Little did I know it was actually that day. (laughs) Yeah, that day that I would wrestle my last match. I didn't even know, you know, I still had bookings lined up, but um, we'll get to that. But uh, the point is, to answer your question, that day, um, I had on my my set of uh, black gear. It was like a you know faux leather set of gear. It was top and bottom. It was just like super revealing, right? Super like you know nothing that I would wear now, right? I'll just put it that way. And before things like that didn't bother me, especially you know because in you know this industry, in the entertainment industry altogether, you're always taught you know sex sells, right? Or to be sexy, or to be this and that and the third. And so you're conditioned to think that there's nothing wrong with it, you know. Um, and so, like, I'm wearing, you know, this gear, and for some reason, it was the spookiest thing. It was the craziest thing. Like, I felt naked. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I literally felt naked. Like, I felt so exposed. And I just remember thinking, would it be weird if I wrestled with my shirt on that day? It's like I just felt this need to cover up. And now – you know, being on the other side of that, I understand that was, you know, conviction that I was feeling. I was starting to feel convicted, you know, about what I was doing, you know, and it's like, don't get me wrong, like, 
you know, to this day, you know, I'm still, you know, able to watch wrestling and enjoy it as a fan, as a spectator, right? But I think for me personally, like, you know, it was just like, man, this has to leave my life in order for me to walk in, you know, and, and embrace, you know, being a child of God, like in, in order for me to embrace being a born again believer, this has to go, if that makes sense. But that's not the case for everybody. I know other people, you know, Russia Chanel, for example, she's, you know, a Christian and she's, you know, an amazing woman and, you know, a holy woman. And, you know what I mean? Some people are able to, you know, have these things and know their limits, right? But for me personally, it was just like, no, like I have to fully walk away from this because I'm just going to end up, you know, being enabled one way or another, you know? So some people can have these things and have that discipline, but I wasn't that person. <laughs> but And you're, yeah. not, you're not condemning it. It's just for you, yeah. you know? It's like, right. you know, you, you had no peace. Now you right. have well, peace. Yeah, it's like... It's like drinking, right? Like, it's not a sin to drink. It's getting drunk and being the drunkard and, you know, it's drunkenness, you know, that's, you know, where you're, you know, going too far. So using that as an example, right? So for me, it's like, I'm just going to stay away from this altogether because I'm not going to play with that fire. But some people are able to, you know, have a glass of wine here and there or do, you know, whatever. So, yeah, it's like knowing your, your limits, you know, just because things are permissible, doesn't make it fruitful, you know? That was uh the biggest lesson I learned. But yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I started to feel conviction <laughs> that day and I was like, man, it's like I don't know, I just felt dirty. I couldn't even focus on my match because it just felt wrong. And I felt like everyone was staring at me, right? And I just I felt like, man, like there's something very wrong about me being a part of this culture. You know? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And back to, um, you know, that day after I prayed, you know, and again, I continued to pray. And, um, you know, I get a verse of the day. Even at that time, you know, I would get a verse of the day uh, from my Bible app on my phone. And that day it was, uh, I believe it's Joel 2. Um, you know, if my people turn to me with fasting and weeping and mourning, I will hear them. And, you know, God really <laughs> made a station upon me because, like I said, like I just woke up and I just I had joy. You know, I walked away from the thing that I love most, and, you know, I did uh, reap blessings on the other side of that. You know, it's like I had everything I thought I wanted at one point, and I was miserable, crying myself to sleep all the time, missing out on so much. And then now I, I just have fullness of joy. You know, even though I go through, you know, you still go through trials and tribulations, but it's, it's, it's different when you know you have Christ to lean on, you know, throughout that time. And you know that you're going through things that will just grow your faith even stronger, if that makes sense. Right, right. Yeah, because you could walk through something knowing that, hey, I'm going to get to the other side of it. Doesn't mean it's going to feel good and doesn't mean I'm going right. to like it, right? Right, exactly. But you have you have that faith and you know because he's showed us time and time again, right, that he's he's faithful. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's like, um, you know, I think about like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, they're sitting in with the the fire and, the, you know, the fiery furnace, you know, and they didn't get burned, they didn't, didn't get scorched, but I'm sure it was still hot in there, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, you know, I right. kind of think about that when I think about, you know, trials and tribulations, you know, that we go through, you know, as believers, it's like, it's nothing saying it's not going to be uncomfortable at times, but, you know, there is a peace and a, a fullness of joy knowing, like, you know, God has my back, 
to this. And whereas before, when I was just kind of dependent on myself and on my own strength, it's like, you know, I would feel like the world is crashing down with every little thing that would happen, you know. Well, I remember uh, several years ago, uh, I was I was driving for a company and uh, had an accident, and they suspended me, and my boss uh, pretty much gave me, uh, you know, uh, information that they were going to let me go, and he kind of briefed me real quickly without his boss knowing that how I needed to uh, – this is how you need to handle the situation. You're, they're going to suspend you and they want to fire you. But if I were you, I would, um, offer to take like defensive driving classes. So right. everything happened what he said. They called me in the office. They just suspended me and, uh, they said they're doing an investigation and they're going to go from there. Right. And I said, well, could I, what do you think about me taking some defensive driving classes? And he says, uh, you know, if you take, if you do that, I, I might consider, uh, you know, uh, that as, you know, effort or good, whatever he said. I don't remember. Yeah. But he, he, I will take that into consideration. So anyway, I went home that, that was a Friday. I went home that weekend. I uh, didn't hear from them for about five days and, uh, I was at peace. I was, I was okay. I went ahead and I did the class. And then that manager called me up, the one that gave me the secret information. He called me up and said, hey, um, so-and-so is going to call you in about, you know, within the hour or something. Did you take that defensive driving class? I said, I've already signed up for it. He goes, that's good. <laughs> sure enough, he, the, the big boss called me about 15 minutes later and asked me, hey, did you take that defensive driving class? I said, yeah, I'm taking it tonight. He goes, well, bring the certificate by my office tomorrow and they didn't let me go mm. and yeah. and my wife was stressing out like and I never felt like that I just had this peace that everything was gonna work out because I mean here's this guy giving me this information that I wasn't really supposed to have right <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was kind of Act like this, you know, behave, you know, say it like this. Don't say it like that. Agree to do this. You know, he was kind of helping me out. And so, you know, to me, that's God doing for me what I can't do for myself. Absolutely. You know, um, I think it was Priscilla Schreier that said, uh, favor is when God places you somewhere that you have no business being in, you know? And I think that you know, it's it's just amazing the work that he does, you know, where he, you know, places his favor upon us in his mercy, right? And um, there's another quote that I have here, and I, you know, hang it up and I look at it every now and then, but it says, grace is when destruction ends in a miracle, you know? And I just think that, you know, he's just, he's a good father. He's amazing. You know, and when we go through things like that, you know, he really is right there with us. You know, even the, even the peace that you had, I mean, it's amazing how he's, you know, right there with us during those times. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, and I could go down the line and just share story after story, you know, not, not being able to, you know, uh, come up with money for certain things. I remember one time where our, we had a really bad storm and it damaged our roof and it was raining in one of the rooms, had to 
fixed the roof, and when they got up there, it was the whole thing. It was it was old. It's probably 35, 40 years old by the time this happened, right? And mm-hmm. uh, so they, we got somebody in there giving us an estimate. It was like I had like five hundred bucks. They wanted six thousand. I borrowed six thousand dollars from a family member, and when they got up there, it was an old wooden house. They had to basically replace everything from the walls up because of <laughs> it was rotted out, right? It was just old. And uh it was gonna be another three thousand dollars. And I I had to borrow six thousand initially, right? So Amber, I just said, God, this is your problem. And you know what? When it was when it was time to pay I was able to give the uh, $6,000 that my family member uh, gave me, and then I came up with $3,000 that, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have. But it, it, you know, it was there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, he's, so, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, and it, and it came in a form of like, oh, hey, man, I owe you some money, or, hey, I'll buy that thing from you, or, you know what I mean? It was, right. he, he provided away. Yeah. So, yeah, that that is amazing, and, and you know, that that is, uh, that relationship is open to all of us. That that relationship Absolutely. is, you know, it's 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 for you and me and, and everybody that walks this earth, you know, because that's what he wants. He wants to have a relationship with us, and yeah, no. absolutely. You know, it's like in, you know, Ephesians where it says, you know, for grace, by faith, you have been saved. And, you know, it's not of ourselves. You know, like there is literally no way we can uphold his standard, you know, but that's what the cross was for. And I think that, you know, within itself should give you some peace. Like, you know, there, I hear so many people saying, Oh, you know, I'll start going to church when this, or oh, I've got some things to work through first, or I've just got to do this. And I'm like, man, like, there is literally nothing we can do. Like, that's the point, and that's why he says, come as you are. Don't clean up and come to me. Come to me, and I'll clean you up. Exactly, exactly. And so many of us, myself included, you know, had it backwards for so long, you know, and once that clicked, I was like, man, you know, this is really amazing. <laughs> Right, right. Well, Amber, I know you. I know you have some things to do, but would you be willing just to share, like, you know, some of the stuff that you are doing now? You know, some of the things that you know that that your life has turned around, and some of the things that you're you're hopeful for, and some of the things you're you're working towards. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny because my my character, you know, when I was wrestling, was the mad esthetician. <laughs> And um, now I'm wrapping up school for my master esthetician license, and um, I'm a real esthetician now. <laughs> so it's not just a wrestling character. Now I'm actually, you know, living out my career, and then I'm going back to school uh, again in the fall, you know, Lord willing, uh, to wrap up my bachelor's degree. You know, I'm a mommy <laughs> all the time. That's always going on. And I'm actually getting baptized next month, <laughs> something I'm also looking forward to. But, yeah, just living a a quiet, simple, normal life, <laughs> um, which right. I didn't get to do for the last 10 years. So it's it's really nice to be, um, you know, on my, on my way to being whole, I feel, you know, and I'm functioning, I'm flourishing, I'm happy, I'm healthy, you know, it's, it's amazing. 
Right, right. And again, this isn't, you know, this isn't, uh, you, you know, pointing the finger at, hey, all you wrestling oh, people no. are not doing it right. You know, no, it's no, just, no. this is your story, you know. And, you know, there was a time I was running with a, with a crowd of people that weren't doing anything good for me. And you know what? God took those people out of my life. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, he'll set us straight. And, you know, I love wrestling. I love the business. I have so many friends that I still talk to, you know, in the in the industry, some that I had to let go, you know, because they just weren't good for me. But, you know, like, it is what it is. And it, like you said, I'm not pointing, you know, the finger at I thank God that he allowed, you know, this, you know, little girl, you know, to live out her, her childhood dream for a little bit, you know. And I'm thankful for his grace and, you know, even allowing that to be a part of my life. And, you know, it says in the Bible, it's true, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. All things, not some things, not, you know, certain things, you know, after we come to Christ. No, he really takes everything and pieces them together and shapes us, you know. Um, and so, you know, I'm thankful, you know, for wrestling. And, you know, I'm happy that I got to go out at a good place in my life, meaning like, you know, some people, they, they leave and they're bitter and they're angry. Oh, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. And that is what happened to me when I retired, you know, the first time back in 2015. And so, you know, even thing, even though things weren't perfect, I mean, they never will be perfect on, you know, this side, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad that I, I got to get out uh, with, with some goals accomplished as opposed to just being completely broken and angry if that makes sense you're okay yeah <laughs> you know there, there's nothing you regret and there's nothing that you know you wish you would change you're you're okay yeah it just it is what it is and you know I'm, I'm glad that I you know don't have that resentment or anything I'm still able to enjoy it I'm still able to go watch and support my friends you know and I don't feel like there's anything missing I just I feel like I'm good you know yeah, that's good. Well, Amber, it's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. I've I've really enjoyed this as well. And I, I really hope that it's it's edifying for for the uh listeners. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it it you know, God has a way, right? Yes. <laughs> whoever whoever needs to hear it will hear it and whoever doesn't need to hear it, they won't. Absolutely, absolutely. Amen. Thank you very much, Amber. We'll talk to you again. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the WrestleVille Podcast, where wrestling lives. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today on Amazon.